What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This Haber Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Untuckit.com. Promo code HAM and simplysafe.com slash HAM. Now to the segment. Time for headlines. What's going on out there in the world, John? Let's investigate. We have to start. We ha- There's only one place to start with headlines, right? <laughs> Viva La Mexico? Yes. Do you know how much Greg Robinson has made in his career? I'm gonna. I do not. I'm gonna guess yep. number I'm gonna, two overall pick. Yeah, about I'm, five I'm, years I'm gonna ago. guess he's made sixty million dollars. Little high because okay, CBA I'm gonna, changed. I'm gonna guess he's made forty five million dollars. Yeah, I think it was like over thirty. Okay, all right. So because he was he was only a one contract guy. Remember, he was a bust with the Rams. Never got another contract. But sorry, I'm thinking contract, of Roger Saffold. How much has he made? Yeah, he's probably made about ninety. Okay, but so great. But again, thirty million dollars, and even someone tweeted last year. Even after he was a bust, the Browns gave him five hundred thousand dollars. He went to Mexico, but he didn't just go to Mexico. He rented a car and paid someone to drive him. This is like we're and the he, Millers, and he got about one hundred fifty-seven thousand or one hundred fifty-seven pounds of marijuana. Yep. Where he did not tell the driver. So the driver just drove back like normally and just went through customs without knowing anything, and they got popped. Thanks to the now, police dog. And, and Rovell tweeted... Nine problems and the bitch was one. <laughs> Rovell tweeted, depending where you are, location, three hundred to $700,000 worth of street drugs. Okay. Here would be my thing. Greg, I get, and I, I believe this, I think cheap is a disease. Like, you have it from when you're really young. You don't shake it. If you're a cheap person... Your wealth and what you make, whether you're, it doesn't affect, like you will always be cheap. Just like there are poor people that are really giving. Like it's an individual thing. Like I believe cheap people are like draft prospects. Every individual is different. But once you're cheap, you're cheap forever. Like it's just something ingrained in you. I don't have it in me. I, I am not to toot my own. I'm a giving individual. Mm. And, I don't, and I don't have anywhere near $30 million. But I'm talking legitimately cheap. 
And this, to me, is the ultimate cheap move. Because, guy, weed is legal in like 30 states. Now, it'd be more expensive, but you could get a large amount of marijuana legally. And you would not get in trouble. I would imagine he goes to Mexico. He got it at a major, major discount. Wait, so what do you think his endgame is here? You I don't think, think he's trying to resell it? Yeah, he's going to resell it. Yeah. Maybe he's going to open up a dispensary. Right. But instead of buying from another dispensary at cost, he's going to get, let's say, I'm just going to use flat numbers, no clue if this equates. Instead of, let's say he could get that same in the States for 250 grand. He goes to Mexico where he can pay fucking 60000 cash. So you're like, fuck, I'll just pay someone $10,000 to drive me from wherever. Maybe it's less than that. I guess what I'm saying, what I wonder is, is he cheap? He might be. But it also might be, there are, I think, some just some basic hurdles to legal marijuana distribution in this country right now, right? Yeah, but guy, you could get the weed. So whether you open a dispensary or sell it on your own, is it's a, I'm not even getting that. Thing. But I'm saying I'm if you getting, buy it legally, you can't sell it at a profit unless you are. Because if you bought it legally, now you selling it at street value is not going to make you money, right? Okay, let's even, even just, yeah, potentially. But the bottom line is, I, I think you could. One. Yeah, you're right. He might be doing the thing where it's like you go to your local corner store. And they're selling all the bottles of water that say not marked for resale because they bought them at Costco and they're just trying to make a little more profit. He might be trying to launch a real business with illegal product. Let's assume that. Let's okay. assume he was actually wanting to do something above board. He just saw something that he could make dramatically more money, even though they're like, hey, man, you, you know, you, you're not allowed to do that. And this isn't one of those like, can I put some edibles in my pocket and get on the plane? You're like, yeah, they'll probably make you throw it away in 2020. This is, you're going to jail for 20 years. And I'm someone that believes for being this stupid, when you have that type of wealth, he deserves jail for being a moron. And I'm pro-weed. Weed's been good to us. Yes, it has. Uh, yeah. I, do you think it was one of the, do you think the dog, do you think 157 pounds is an easy bust for the dog? Guy, I, I think the dog would sniff a half a pound. Well, that's what that, I'm saying. But, did but you what see I mean them is, lay it out, how much weed there was? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, what is the average amount of weed the, the person they usually catch is trying to bring into the country? I guess is my question. Like, is the yeah, dog like, dude, I smelled you from fucking half a mile away, man. What is wrong with you? It'd be like this, guy. If I told you, Guy Haberman something six inches, and I said, hey, jump over this thing six inches, you'd be like, are you serious? If I said, Guy... Let's go to play. Uh, let's go to the gym. I want you to touch the rim. You're like, that's impossible. Like there are probably things that are really hard for the dog. You jumping six inches, you could do. Your, that dog was like, are you are you fucking serious? You, you the dog probably looking at Greg. Like, they looked at the you, new dog. Like, hey, you take this one. You moron. His ass could have smelled it. Like, give me a break. Like this is this is beyond stupid. That's why everyone's making fun of him because this is legitimately beyond. If weed was legal in America, it would be dramatically less stupid. I'd be like, illegal. this guy made a bold, yeah, illegal. This guy made a bold move, got nailed. It's guy, it's legal in countless states. Like you can buy this amount of money or this amount of weed. What's he doing? He's rich. He's going to jail. He is going to jail. People in jail, you're like, dude, what are you doing here? Well, he, he's, a, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. I like this one, John, from an article about uh, uh, cheating in baseball. Brett Anderson said, quote, I know the A's weren't cheating because, one, I don't know if they could afford to do it. And to relay from fucking 300 yards away in a video room, what were we going to do? 
get some vendor to throw some popcorn up in the air or something. It's too fucking far to relay something. Anderson joked the only way for Oakland to communicate would be through the ballpark's decaying infrastructure. The lights go out if it's a curveball, and if there's a sewage backup, it's a fastball. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's that's hard to beat. He's yeah. right, though, right? I mean, it's just the where the drummer would be is way far away. Uh, yeah, it's just the A's aren't cheating. It's yeah, impossible. so people who don't know, like, you've got the, the clubhouse, you've got to walk back behind... Like home behind plate. home plate, and then you got to walk up like two little flights of stairs. It is a long, long, long way away. Yes, that's that's the funniest thing I saw all day. You that could have the guy in the bathroom, right behind the bathroom door, talking out of the bathroom door. I guess. What do you think about David Ortiz taking shots at Mike Fires? If you fires know, or fires? Fires. Yeah, I mean, natural. I saw somebody. I don't. I wish I'd remember who tweeted this. Was like, well, I guess we know the Red Sox punishment is about to come down. Um, I get it. I don't think it's the right take, but I get why players would like, Hey man, how dare you? You made money. You I, like, I think it would be useful if Mike fires did like a wide ranging interview and said, yeah, I've had to think about my role in all this because yes, I did benefit from it. But at the end of the day, I think it's wrong. And ultimately that's why I taught. Like, I do think that would be valuable. Um, just, you know, for the, for the conversation that's going on. Uh, but I, get, I mean, to me, it doesn't shock me that players, some players feel the, the Jessica Mendoza take, so to speak. Is there any chance that you would miss Mike Fires versus the Astros the first time they play this year? No. Or is that I like, not miss no, that. you don't even care? No, I care. Yeah, I definitely I'm care. Watching. I'm, I'm keeping kidding? a close eye. I'm, I'm kind of into the Astros, guy. I'm going to keep an eye on the I'm, Astros. Dude, I, I'm with you. I'm okay, into uh, the Astros. I, I, I mean, I don't like them but i do there's gonna be a point where i can see myself just like you know what yeah stand yeah you've taken enough shots time to time to this will by the way i know i like said to take this. on cutler why you ended up getting his yeah back that, that was a bad him. that was a bad decision by me to take cutler's back um uh but yeah i, I wouldn't like this I, i'm not taking their world series away i'm not doing that shit well i did see fox sports tweeted out the splits of those guys yeah. in the World Series. Oh, I know. It was pretty dramatic, guys. Oh, well, it's just to me, it's like now we're going to open a Pandora's box of like, what else are we taking away and from who? Because there's a lot no, of shit to start taking away steroid-wise. Uh, well, that's you notice the Red Sox haven't said much, but they might have been full on cheating too. They had, guy, they had the greatest year in the history of the franchise in 2018. They won like 117 games. Yeah, they dominated. Uh, this is a pretty good one. Kind of out of nowhere, you might have been following this a little closer than me. And I was texting with someone on midweek, and I realized I started texting you. Steve Sarkeesian, by the time you listen to this, we're recording this about lunchtime on a little after lunch. This is late lunch. Yeah. It's still going to be time to eat afterwards. Sark, the head coach at Colorado? I think he's – so the late as of recording, there was a report that, uh, that Sark, Troy Calhoun at Air Force – doesn't he run the triple option? Uh, yeah, but that, but you know, I think he only runs it because he's the coach at Air, Air Force. I don't. I mean, he he was the offensive coordinator for the um, for the Texans for Gary Kubiak in 06, and he was on the Broncos staff for three years before that. So he can do other stuff. Yeah, I I have always kind of heard through the grapevine that like he is a candidate for a lot of jobs and that he wants another job because I think you know I think people you get, pigeon, you get pigeonholed, you get pigeonholed a little, you get typecast, but he wouldn't you know he wouldn't run that. Um, he won 11 games this year, beat Colorado. But yeah, man, I at this point, I think Steve Sarkeesian is going to be Colorado's next coach. 
Um, I'll be surprised if he's not. I think Brett Bielema would be a great candidate. Doesn't feel it feels to me like Eric Bieniemy and Colorado have been set up on a date by their friends, and both of them are like, yeah, you know, people are trying to push us together, but both of us are fine not continuing this. But we had a nice time, and we'll split the bill. Um, oh, you didn't even go home. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. No, because the report was there was like periodic contact between them. So I don't, I don't well, know. The enemy just at home. His dime is Andy and Mahomes. Yeah, he's and, like and, my ex is hot. Yeah, and I, I he's like, you're pay, what, what is the? How good is your roster? Like, do you even have a quarterback? Can I win this year? And they're I, like, I know. you know, I don't. It went, went bad the last time you were here. I've never gotten the sense that either one is particularly thr- like enamored with the other. There are going to be parallels between Lane and Sark. I would say here's the difference. Lane had some personality issues, and his offense just underachieved. But no one, and I repeat, no one ever said, you know what, Sunday morning meeting, special teams, Lane couldn't show up because he was asleep. Yeah. Sark got fired. The morning Sark got fired was he was inebriated at the morning meeting. And remember, players were like, what the hell's going on? Mm -hmm. And that was Pat Hayden. That n- nothing close. Wasn't there to the that. report of like a game too or something? The, oh, the Arizona State game. He's like wearing the hat this. real low and the yeah that his you could smell it on his breath. Yeah, that to me, would you agree, is dramatically worse than any story that's ever come out about Lane. I guess Lane, the one who was like sleeping with yeah. Steve but there's been the so many weird rumors. I the other part of it is Sarkeesian's his win loss record in his career. John is not. I well, mean, he's a lifetime like seven and five guy. Remember? Yeah. I mean, I remember when, when he left Washington thinking, like, God, Washington, obviously Washington knew they wanted Chris Peterson, but that worked out about as well for them. That, that was a major upgrade for them. He did recru- he recruited better than his win-loss record. Because well, remember, but is Pe- that Peterson inherited it. Well, it's a, it's a balance. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a it's – a, it's better than not good at all. But he like, was there – but, like, it's one thing. If, I mean, he was there five years, and he won eight games in his fifth year at UW. And that, that was, was the, the high watermark. Yeah. Then he won what nine would, the first year at SC. What did he win a second? Well, three of the five. So he, he was three and two, and he got fired? Yeah. So it wasn't going smoothly? No. I, I, I think it's a borderline crazy hire. Now, be he's been the OC at Alabama. He's been the OC of the Atlanta Falcons since, right? Yeah, he's definitely resurrected his reputation in the football circles. Remember, he won a playoff game. He also lost a playoff game. Remember the game they lost against Foles? They were at like the five-yard line. Do you remember that in that playoff game? The Falcons were at the five-yard line. They threw the, the th- play to Yeah, I remember Julio. you were crushing them after that. Well, it was bad. Everyone was and, crushing them. And then it, you got to give him credit. I mean, it is a couple years as the offensive coordinator with, with Nick. Now, granted, they, I mean, they he's dealing with some pretty easy players to coach, right? He's got two of Ruggs, Smith, Judy. Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, we got this scrub running back from Antioch. who's just the number one overall recruit. Didn't quite live up to the hype. Still be a fourth-round pick, you know, in uh, Najee Zeke Harris. Najee. Oh, you know, oh, who'd Zeke you coach Najee. last year? Oh, uh, Josh Jacobs, first-rounder, led the league in rushing until he got hurt in, in December. So he's had some pretty unreal players. And they've dominated. So you could say if he, maybe he's – because the counter I've gotten from NFL or just football people is that – because I always said, when I remember watching him coach at Washington, he ran bubble screens, and Lane did the same thing. He's like, well, those guys don't do that anymore. The, the, the sports changed. So, because if you watch his offenses now, wouldn't you say they bombs away? It's a fun offense to watch. I, I, I like, uh, 
I, I like Bielema, but as people have brought up to me, you know, the concern at Arkansas where he won seven games plus three, seven or more three years in a row was just that they didn't, uh, his offenses did not evolve, and there's a concern that they would not have evolved since. But, I mean, two Rose – well, actually, technically three Rose Bowls, two, really. He went to a Rose Bowl. Easy to forget, the 2013 Rose Bowl. Ohio State was undefeated, bowl ban. Penn State was like eight and four, bowl ban. So, Wisconsin was third in the – I don't remember that year if it was the Legends or the Leaders Division, but they were in third place. This is a crazy year in college. John, there could you could do like a 30 for 30 on the Big Ten – which, again, legends or leaders, whichever it was, for that year, because you had that Ohio State was Urban's first year. Then you had the Penn State year where they were good but banned. And then you had Barry Alvarez ends up coming out of the AD box to coach the bowl game for Wisconsin because Bielema leaves. They're an eight-win team in the, in the Rose Bowl. That's a big issue if you think about it in that conference to have those two teams be in trouble. <laughs> like they need those two teams, yeah. Especially Ohio State. That's that's not ideal. Now, I would, yeah, I, I I would hire Bielema too. Uh, now, by the way, John Chris Lowe, as we're recording this podcast, just tweeted from ESPN: Nick Saban won't be looking for an OC. Sark, who had emerged as a top target, will remain as expected to get a raise, making him one of college football's highest paid assistants. So my guess is that he wasn't going to get the job. That we're going to hear really quickly who the head coach is because I, maybe they're informing people. Um, so you could either take this out or just leave it in. See yeah, well, just, we'll leave it in. This is a yeah. this is a snapshot of a moment in time. Maybe it'll be Troy Calhoun. I don't know. I like it. Um, another headline: I saw Russell Westbrook at dinner on Wednesday night. John, who's he with? He was with I don't know. I'm sitting there. I look to the right. This is about eight thirty. The place is called uh, Fiorella on Polk Street. It's new. It was not there when you were there. When you were in, living here in the city, it was called like uh, Giola or something. It's only been there a year. Italian, good pizza. Thin crust, I liked it. And um, this, this big dude in a Rockets t-shirt walks in and like whispers something to the hostess. And then Russell and like four guys, three guys walking behind him. They go to a corner table. I see out of the corner of my eye some guy just hovering. And I'm sit- Alyssa's sitting next to me, and our friend Josh is sitting across from us. And he just, I can see him like, you know, you watch somebody's eyes light up and something's happening. He, he has the he view. He has the view of Russell sitting in the back. He's in the Don the Don spot right where you can see yeah. the doors back to the he's surrounded by a corner and and like four guys and this guy he's this guy I can see him hovering and then he disappears from view and he makes a beeline apparently Russ as he's making a beeline for Russell like all excited Russell's bodyguard just like predator coming from a tree just snatches him by like the bicep one big grip of his arm and like snaps him back and says uh-uh that was how Josh described it uh-uh and just like kind of tossed him back the other direction. How, how big was his bouncer? Big, <laughs> like bigger. I mean, Russell, but like big, put right? together, right? Like big, solid, barrel-chested guy. But did Russell walk right by you? Yeah, Russell like walked by. You know, like goes to the bathroom, then walks back, goes through the restaurant to go. To what the was back he wearing? Corner. Sweatsuit. It was hard. It was a little dark in there, but like a dad hat low, just like a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, and maybe like sweats. Yeah, but also, like nice, but like nice, nice, nice night in the city. Nice, huh? nice sweats. Not. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty comfortable in the city. They probably got the, well, the car bill- dropped them right off at the front door, I'm guessing. What the bill run you? Nice restaurant? Three people. Uh, it was $73 plus tip, so like under 100 bucks. Not bad. Yeah. What'd you get? A couple pizzas, appetizer, salad, beers. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Night out on the town, Westbrook and Haverman. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> so it wasn't like it wasn't like Harden or P.J. Tucker or D'Antoni? No, or no, no, no. It was just him and whoever, <laughs> Some whoever random. was with him. Yeah. 
So there's that. That would have been cool if, if it would have been Russ and James walked in together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you have taken a picture of those two guys? No, you know, I was thinking about it. What's funny is like when we go to an NBA game, you're like, oh, there's Russell Westbrook. You're like, oh, oh, oh. but you see him out, you know, quote unquote, in the wild. And uh, <laughs> everyone freaks out. What's well, what Odell Beckham? But he was, out mo- you know show. what? I give people credit. Like he was mostly left alone, and he's unique pretty recognizable. Pro- unique place to go out, though, right? You know, it's. I would say if he did that in certain cities, you might get mobbed. Like if he did it in like Fresno or Sac, you might get a little more yeah, mobbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, were I was younger? there and people weren't freaking out. So you're right. <laughs> were were younger people in there? Uh, yeah. Like there would yeah. be some parents might not recognize him if the yeah, crowd. No, it was all. 40, it was yeah. It was like people. You know, everyone there was probably. You know, one thing if you look at Russ, his jawline is is incredible. Have you ever noticed that with him? He's got big cheekbones yeah. and his jawline, yeah. like just perfect, Good like. Job. He, he just looks like looks Middlecoff like in, the, in, our new, uh, in, in our new uh, uh, podcast photo, video, picture, whatever. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.